Hey y'all, welcome to another episode, but I don't know though, co-host Avery Mason here with Phil Hunt and the big story of the day, got another comedian uh, being attacked on stage, it's not brand news, all over the news, Dave Chappelle, assaulted by some weirdo, <laughs> some guy, we don't know what he really looks yeah, don't, like. Don't say his name. I don't know his name. I couldn't even say if I knew it. I, he, that's, I feel like that's what they want, and these youngsters nowadays, bro. you know, it's not about talent, skill, just, I just won't want my name said. It's like uh, Boonk, bro, his, how Boonk showed a bunch of kids. His, that Boonk. stealing was comedy. Hold and, up, and, Boonk, and vandalizing Boonk. property was you, comedy. You gotta tell you gotta tell them what movie that's from though. A lot of people don't know Boonk. No, that's not from a movie. The Boonk kid, Boonk gang, the kid that was on IG. Remember, he used to knock stuff over in stores and mm-hmm. slide across the counter. It was some real black jackass kind of shit. Actually, that's who he should have got down with, Johnny Knoxville. But I'm just saying, like, you know. That's the way to do it. it. You know, it doesn't matter. I just want to get my name said and make the news or go viral. Like the girl who licked the bluebell ice cream. Yeah. You go, what is the point in that? It's an ice cream licking challenge. You're like, that's disgusting. And then everybody but, just started doing it after her and licking ice cream and putting it back. And here we are two years into a pandemic because she wanted to lick ice cream and put it back. But... <sighs> My point being, these new kids, these young kids, is just because they said the kid is a rapper. And, of course, now people are going and checking out his songs. And you go, this is oh crazy. God. He didn't even have a real gun, folks. He had a gun with a knife in it. What kind of rapper is that? He brought a knife to a gunfight. Hey, man, shoot him. Uh, I can't. Why? Your gun, you don't got no bullets? Nah, it's, it's, it's not really a gun. It's a knife. You just I have to get close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's weaker than a twenty-two. Well, what's funny to me is you all you all have seen the, the pictures already. His dude face looked like he had an allergic reaction or he got stung by a dozen bees because they whooped that ass. I don't even know what he looks like in real life. All I know is what it looks like if his face was swollen up. I mean, mm-hmm. he had a knot. I didn't know you could put knots that big on someone's head. I didn't know they got that big. I didn't think, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like your skin can only stretch so much and it looked like, I don't know. It, it didn't look real when I saw it. I'm like, that's that's from a Tim. I recognize a Tim uh, blueprint. Yeah. It looked like the uh, it looked like a scene from the Chappelle show. I woke up Monday night, and you know, or was it Monday or Sunday night? Monday night, and like three in the morning, casually, casually scrolled Twitter and saw comedian attack Dave Chappelle attack. And you go, fuck, another one? So then you kind of see Dodgers to tackle the dude falls first, and then I think he falls after. You go, all right, yep. at least he was on his feet longer than the tackler. And then uh, you fucking close your phone because you go, again, like, what is happening? Because it feel like, you know, obviously with Will Smith doing what he did, that people now are going to try to imitate that. And then, uh, you know, I close the phone because I'm like, fuck, we don't have to deal with more of this because people do what they see. They imitate mm-hmm. it. That's why they had to write on the bottom of the screen, you know, do not try this at home in the 90s on every commercial. Yeah, because you have to tell people are dumb and you got to tell yeah. people. I know people it looks what cool. They see. Like, remember when Kobe jumped over the car? Remember that commercial? They had to put in the commercial, mm-hmm. do not attempt at <laughs> home. And I'm just like, you You got to tell... I'm not standing in front of a car going like 50 you miles an hour. You are not you six, are, six. And it's also and not a controlled environment. second coming on Michael Jordan with Hell an aerodynamic yeah. fro. 
Anyway, so yeah, you know, then I reopened the phone and scrolled to see some more because it was happening in real time. Mm -hmm. And that's the craziest thing about now. Everything is in real time. So then I scroll up some more and you see... Oh shit! They stomping this motherfucker out. Yeah, and like you yeah. actually, and it felt good because I felt like the balance of power was restored. Of like sending a message to everybody that comes to shows, especially comedy, of you can't just rush the stage. Well, you know, when you want you to. know, Dave. I tell I, I reminded people I was talking about with somebody. I said, "Hey, that guy went at Dave. Dave Chappelle is from D.C. Dave Chappelle grew up poor, like." He didn't grow up rich. He didn't grow up in Beverly Hills. You still coming at him. You still coming at somebody who's from DC who got that hunger of like, okay. Even if you rush somebody who's rich, hell, yeah, saying, hey, everybody gonna places, defend themselves. All places from he from DC. Everybody that's gonna defend themselves is instinctually whether you you know fight or flight. You know, and the guy but, took guy so, took a couple of shots from Dave and then got up and ran. And like I said, Dave found it back, and it was good to see the footage of where Dave said, "Fuck the jokes." Hey, hold that motherfucker, man. Yeah, yeah, hold And, and walk back there, and you seen Dave get in a few shots, and you go, yeah, man, just yeah. fuck that. Seriously. What the hell are you doing on my stage? You know? Try to tackle me? You don't touch and me. And we still all are scratching our head going, how did you even get in this show? Well, that's, you, that's you how he... spent $1,000 on front row seats and then charged to do. How did he what? get on stage? People are like, where the security at? I'm like, uh, yeah, why did he actually... I understand how one person could get loose, you know. You don't expect that kind of thing to happen. I mean, you've worked security before. Mm-hmm. That, you know, one person and, and, you know, like I said, it felt good, though, to see the old school stomping. And, I mean, he got stomped by some of the greatest comedians and entertainers oh, of all God. time. Dave Chappelle stomped him. Jamie Foxx stomped him. I think Buster Rhymes got in a few looks. It's So, it's like, yeah, man. Uh, there's there's got to be penalties. Like, you can't just... You can't just run if up. You run. gotta get stomped. That's who you would want to get stomped out by. Do you think he lost teeth? Because it looked like his mouth was swollen up too on a gurney. I just seen his arm, and you're like, ooh, Damn. that's nasty. <laughs> it's all bent up. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, shit look like a. He got key. arms. If they they've been making fun of Kenny Smith's knees. Yeah, 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 he yeah. He got his arms. Got like Kenny, Kenny Smith's Smith legs. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm laughing. He, he also look like uh, I feel like the next time when he get that settlement check, he gonna get them arms like Jacks, the metal joints. He'll be like, yeah, I'm unstoppable now. Wait a minute, wait. You think? He's gonna try to sue and try to get some bread. I'm sure, cause Dave, there's pictures of Dave just stomping on him. And Bro, I mean, he's he's the, the one. The footage might make him exempt, actually, because he rushed the stage. He rushed the stage. Man got every right to defend himself. But I feel like Dave, the type of dude, he'll give you some money because he sound like he had no, fun. He said, he I, "At 35 years of doing comedy, and I just stomped a nigga out." <laughs> <laughs> he sounded like so happy, and it's just like because it don't happen like you know, that. And I mean, you know, I do the Tough Talk podcast. You know, the reason I sometimes talk about confrontation is because you feel alive after. You have to do win, it. lose, or draw. You know, even when you taste your own blood, you go, "I feel alive." Like you know, yeah. there's something about that adrenaline rush that come from a fight. So yeah, you could tell his his adrenaline was rushing, and then it was great, obviously, to see Chris come on stage and make 
And make the easy joke. Go ahead and lay it, it up. It Will? Was that it was, Will Smith? Was that Will Smith? It was the easy layup. That you had to. Like you got to. I after think the time we didn't had. Bro, I think the way he handled it after is the perfect way because now you bring the attention back to you and you making laughs of it. He broke the tension and then it just moved on and people weren't like freak. I mean, they were freaking out after the fact, but in the moment he kept the show going. Netflix gonna have to keep that on the. Uh... The bonus uh, scenes. The bonus footage? The bonus scenes for the special. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I bet you that guy did pay for that seat or whatever because he did it at the end of the show. When that happened, it was at the end. So he got to see all the performances. It's all weird because they're like, yeah, he's homeless. And you go, how ain't homeless? But he got tickets, front row seats to Netflix That's a really good concert. He bought it off a scalper. They still got scalpers. I don't even know. Maybe they just say everybody's homeless because they said the same thing about that subway shooter a few weeks ago. So I don't know, man. Just what what bothered me about this whole thing was that like after everything happened, you laugh. I'm to myself. I'm like, good. I was happy when I heard. I was like, yeah, that, that, you you people need to know that there's consequences and because you come up on stage, you attack somebody. This is what could happen. It may not happen because you know the regular comic don't got security, but trust and believe. You run up on stage anywhere else, and you're gonna get handled. We don't got security, but we do outnumber the one person if we're together. Uh-huh. The issue is, you know, a lot of comedians get into their aloof stuff. And, oh, I was downstairs rehearsing my lines. Oh, I was out front smoking a blunt, you know, and then a lot of comics yeah, are not By the time I got in there, I just, I missed everything. Everybody but, uh, the and out. I mean, it all depends on the location in New York. I would definitely say if you're doing Essence, you ain't finna jump no comedian. No, you but if you're doing uh, the Village Lantern, who knows? Because you know white people be on some non-violent shit. No, they'll just sit there and yell, get off of him. Hey, Stop buddy, hitting. come on. Stop hitting him. Not Stop. here. What are we doing, guys? Stop hitting him. Somebody get some help. I'm like, what? <laughs> you the help. Get in here, motherfucker. That's why I like, uh, you know, Jamie Foxx jumped in and obviously he's doing his impression of Chappelle and what he was saying during and it's hilarious. Cause you ain't heard Jamie do comedy in a minute. He's underrated, man. I Very love I love Jamie as a comedian. Um, the hell was I gonna say though? I, the, the dude missed the NFL draft. That is tackle. Maybe he didn't get drafted last week and was just like trying to yeah, show the scouts. Man, I still me, got look. Hold on, let me show y'all what I can do one last time. Damn it! Like what? What are you doing with the tackle? Feel like Dave Chappelle though he definitely hit that L one and side yeah, yeah, stepped him. Yeah. Side stepped him a little, but he yeah. got close. And then if you're gonna try to tackle somebody, you gotta you gotta know where to run. You, I don't think this guy had really planned out an escape pattern mm-hmm. or path because if you was really trying to get him, you would have gotten him and then made your way to get away to avoid that ass whooping. Because I see when he once he ran off the stage, you see these four big ass Chewbacca looking dudes mm-hmm. just chasing him like. Said, they said they did everything, everything they did to Charlie, everything Charlie Murphy did to Rick James' legs, they did to his arms. <laughs> and his face. Fuck your couch. Fuck. Nah, but that arm, you go, damn. That arm was twisted, they boy. Took the, boy, that arm was, whew, they yeah. Said, on the news, they were like, he had an arm injury. I'm like, nah, that's not an injury. They, they broke his mm-hmm. shit. I wish news reporters could curse. The picture would come up, we're like, oh, they broke his shit. Oh, yeah, you wasn't good at right all, about that, dog. Ron. Wasn't good at all, dog. But yeah, hey, man. But what, what got me, though, is what you, you were playing to me before the show. We were listening to some uh, other comedians. I don't want to say no names, but there was another comedian they had talking about 
um, the situation um, on another platform. And I, I just felt that her comments were a little insensitive because I felt like, put yourself, what she said was basically, she was more concerned about the person who was attacking him. She was concerned about his mental health as opposed to the safety of somebody who does what you do. Mm-hmm. And the problem is people, I don't think people empathize. Like if you can empathize with someone and put yourself in their shoes, you wouldn't say that. If you were on stage performing at a big, like it's a, the Hollywood Bowl is, is a big thing. Pryor performed there many times. It was the same place where he told them gay people to like kiss his ass and hey, he didn't support whoa, black whoa. people. Prior said, I didn't say it. Prior said, I'm I just, wasn't ready for it. I'm just sitting here and you like some, some. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Hey. Taking left, lefts here. Now, let me be specific. See the ambulance coming to get you now. Yeah, let me be specific. Richard Pryor performed at a Hollywood Bowl for a benefit years ago for uh, lesbian, gays, bisexuals. And he basically went up there and said, yeah, I've sucked a D before. And they laughed because they thought he was going that way. And then he was like, y'all got me up here supporting y'all. And y'all ain't support us in the Watts riot. So one of the legendary places to perform. This comic is performing there. Imagine somebody attacks you. What do you say? You say, oh, do you say... Yeah, well, his mental health. Somebody robs you. His mental health. I don't care about your mental health. Well, you don't you have to me. have empathy for everybody. So she was out of line with a, you know. And I'll just say for any comic that any performer that you advocate for people approaching the stage, you know, I've been telling jokes a couple nights. I remember it was a comic. And I mean, it was the light was real bright. And I couldn't see, but he was coming towards the stage. And I stopped mid-joke. Like, can I help you? And then as he stepped out of the light, I recognized, oh, that's a comedian, and he was doing something with the speaker. But it was one of them, like, nah, I don't. If, I don't if you start approaching, I'm trying to see what you're approaching for, because it's only one of us supposed to be up here. So, so if, if we're going by what she's saying, let's take it out of the common realm. Let's take it to Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding. You mean to tell me Tanya Harding has her husband crack Nancy Kerrigan's uh, shin and the first thing you're going to say is this lady's on the floor crying about her, her shit hurting. The first thing you're going to say is, well, what about the mental health yeah, of the you person? Went way back on that one. But, but, yeah. I, but, but, but yeah, that's, it's, that's it's, my point. Nobody so. got to worry about if you're attacking somebody, you know, old girl shot Selena. Didn't nobody go, oh, what about the mental health of the maid slash assistant or whatever she was? But that's the thing that's like, let's not act like people running on stage and doing stuff isn't new because... I've just been watching the playoffs here and in Memphis, oh, yeah. uh, or Minnesota, was it Minnesota? Minnesota. Yeah. You know, the tree-loving white ladies, the tree-hugging Karens, which to me are the craziest types of Karens. Most There's dangerous. the pet Karens. People think the pet Karens are crazy. They got loud. No, they the, are. They, no, they, the, the pet Karens are louder. They loud. They got loud. No, 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 but they crazy. What but, a, but them them one, them save the trees, Karens. Mm-hmm. Man, look out. You could be writing on a sheet of paper. She like, mm. What a wait, wait, wait! What about the Karens that like call the cops on black people? Those, what do, what do you think about them? Where do they rank in the in the Karens? That's just a normal everyday Karen. Though, like, the, y'all got a permit to barbecue. Both will call the cops on you. Y'all got a permit to barbecue. all of them. What, what you we'll do? Call with the cops. On Let me see your permit. Who are you? But I'm saying <laughs> the the pet ones are crazy, uh-huh. and then the tree plant ones are a whole nother level of crazy. Uh-huh. Like I said, you can't even write on a sheet of paper in front of them. They're like, so, you know, that was half of a coniferous tree. I looked you just say, did you just say coniferous? Coniferous? Coniferous. You remember that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was not a good student. But listen, I looked into that story. It turns out the guy who owns the Timberwolves 
What they were protesting was the mm-hmm. fact that he, he has some chicken farm that he owns. Mm-hmm. And there was some kind of weird bird flu going around with the chickens. It was very contagious to the chickens. So when those chickens get sick, you can't use them again. So what happened was instead of uh, trying to find a cure or like some other alternative, he just killed like mad chickens in like one mm-hmm. swoop. I think he killed like a million chickens on his farm. And... Um, See, I'm showing him now Google coniferous because he thought I made it up. I thought you were trying to say carnivorous. Nah. I was like meat eating trees. I thought trees, by, trees. I thought trees were vegetarian Man, by by design. I was paying attention up in science class about them coniferous trees. But yeah, so yeah, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. And I mean, usually if they're crazy about animals, then they aren't crazy about plants. That's just wild. Them bitches just running on the corner. Like, what? What did yeah, you think they, was going to oh, happen? Oh, so that that's what we should tell our listeners. Yeah. So during the game. First round, I mm-hmm. so it was with Minnesota and Minnesota and uh, what did they play in Yikes. Memphis? Memphis? It was Memphis. Yeah, Minnesota and Memphis, but it was in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. The woman, white lady, just jumped up and ran out. It's onto three the different floor. times. Oh, she chained happened. herself to the basket. That was, that was a different lady. There was the first lady right. she chained herself to the chained basket. Chained herself to a basket. And then the second lady tried to run on the court. And then her other friend tried to do the same thing. And they took them both out. And yeah, the security guard that one time that was watching. Dude. He yeah, was he like. Was, Soon as she but he made knew, out, he, he tackled her. Bro, but you can see the video. He was watching like, yo, what's wrong with this bitch? She over here just like acting now, weird. Giants and Jets, I see who you drafted. But I'm telling you, you might <laughs> want to look at Chappelle Security, A. Yeah, Minnesota B, Security. B, Minnesota Security. Because, boy, he tackled the hell out of Karen. Yeah, she was supposed to take off her shirt. And she had on like a ref jersey or something. <laughs> but she didn't even get to that part of the plan. He took her legs out real quick. And <laughs> she was See, that's the thing about being black is like having real struggles and stripes. Yeah. That you go, man, I wish for like five days I could just be a white lady and be like, what about bro, the Dalmatians? They were, like- mad, <laughs> bro, they were mad about the chickens. Like this guy killed all these chickens, but he didn't do it in a humane way. Mm-hmm. He killed a million chickens and he suffocated them. He's a monster. And I'm just like, like uh, right. Chickens. Yeah, chickens. Like, uh, I kind of like wings and it's a wing shortage. I love so, breasts. Uh, I love Mr. breasts. I'm all Mr. about it. Timberwolves. Yeah. I don't uh, mind. Like it's, Go ahead and do that. Because I eat chicken. If, Break if, them on. They're going to die one way or another. Listen, if God didn't want us to eat chickens and kill them, he would have given them arms so they can defend themselves. But he gave them legs. I eat them with the feathers still on them. Really? Hell yeah. Fry, fry it up, baby. I bet that tastes good. I Not have, that I have eaten them. I have. Speaking of wings. When you order from the Chinese spot, sometimes they, they oh, don't. No, see, I don't. Yeah, they don't take the wings off, so you like, Chinese you nibble spots. it, and you be like, what's this? And it's like the fried rice. Never could get in the Chinese food, dog. Really? Mm-hmm. You don't eat fried rice? Mm-hmm. Lo mein? Mm-hmm. Wow. But you're from the None Midwest. Of it. You I don't know think, what it is? I don't think Chinese food big out there like that. Right, and when you're a kid, it, to me, it had a smell. But yeah. before I forget. Buffalo Wild Wings, they got the Doritos wings, and I need to find Psych, don't do it. No, Phil, don't. The flaming Hot Wings? Phil, for God's sakes. I just want to try Phil, Phil, don't do it. You don't. You said that like I I said I was about to try crack. That is crack, Phil. You don't want to eat that (laughs) shit. You might, you're better, you're safer off eating crack. I want to try, bro. No. Yo, you know me. I'm a sauce head. How are you combining uh, a great snack food with wings, and that's gonna that's terrible for your body. That's just gonna kill you. Okay, bro. Don't need it. We drinking right now. I'm sure that's worse. Oh no, no, this is safer than worse than the flaming hot wings. I just want to give them a shot. 
Really? Yo, I remember I was in, where the hell was I? Binghamton. Me and Nico went up to Binghamton and did a show, and they had caramel wings, bro. And I mean, that sounds good. You know, it's one of them where you don't really want to get your whole 12 wings. Yeah, but you can't just eat caramel because you go, they might be bad. So I was like, can no. I do six and six? Mm-hmm. And they was like, yes. So I did Caribbean jerk and I mm-hmm. did caramel. And at first you like, eh, but man, you dipped them joints in some ranch. They was hitting, dog. Oh, okay. Okay, that's... that's One day we're going to go up to Bingham just, Phil, just on some BS. And, and I'm with it. Man, them was fire. I ain't going to hold you. That sounds disgusting. Ranch and caramel. Trust me, bro. That's what I was thinking. But when he brought them out and I tried them, I said... And you know, the closer you get to Buffalo up north in New York, upstate, the better the wings get, bro. Yeah, they, that's they, the, the home of the, the wings. The fair food, the food at the fair, they be having some things, but ranch and caramel, Phil, I can't co-sign Trust it, bro. Trust me, bro. It was the salted caramel, so it was like, man, molecules just popping okay. in the mouth. Super pause, but yeah. You, you've just given me an idea because I know you're a sauce guy. What do you say the next time that we videotape this, that you do a spicy wings challenge? You are you in? Can you take? You, hold I, on, you you I can like, take sauce. I like spicy, but 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 not for the podcast. Now I gotta talk while I'm. Yes, nah, yes, bro. Yes, you like you like spice. You like I sauce. Do. You like hot sauce. I do. Let me bring. Let me do. All right. So we don't gotta do a whole pod about it. Let me bring like two or three sauces. Let me see if you can answer questions. While eating the wing with the hot sauce, why you on like it? to challenge me? Speaking of which, I just want to see. I just want to see if you can do it, bro. Which, that's all. Don't you say. owe me push-ups? Oh, this from the last podcast. <laughs> you want them? You want them just die? I make been, you do them after, but because you already doing we already tequila. been drinking, bro. You like, already doing tequila, so I'm gonna let you do them after. But yeah, you do owe me. What, what was the five, dumb bet last time? I don't remember why. But when you left, I said that motherfucker owed me push-ups. No, we went. Uh, we went to Apple. No, that was Apple. That was a different day. But what happened was we bet on something, and I was wrong. You looked it up. And Speaking I like, of push-ups, which you know, no segue. This is what we do. We don't know though. Whatever. We drink a tequila, y'all. This is a tequila what bottle tequila that looks like. Uh, this is Cayeya, C A Y E Y A, and it is delicious. That girl you sounded and, like me saying coniferous. There you go, Cayeya Blanco. It's it's delicious. It is, and and the, the girl. At the liquor store, uh, every time I go in there, I get something, try to get something Yahira. new or different. Yahira, yeah. I try to get Hi, something. Yahira, if you're listening. We should shout out her business. What's the name of that? I couldn't tell you specifically. Lord have mercy. Liquor I don't know store either. is just liquor, liquor store. store. Or wines and spirits. That's what they wines call it spirits, if you live in a good neighborhood. Uh, spirits. Wines and spirits. <laughs> That's a Caribbean thing. This ain't no liquor store. This is wines and spirits. You ever have somebody come up to be like, hey man, who's sharing these spirits? That's a West Indian thing. Oh, who's sharing these spirits? That? Yeah, they say spirits. <laughs> so I was like, funny. why do you call it spirits? It's lit. Right. Brandy, but anyway, it's te- Kaya white tequila and it's delicious. It tastes good with this uh, uh, grapefruit juice, juice we're yeah. drinking. So that's who's co-hosting. But what was you about to get into? You was about to say something else. Oh, because we was talking about push-ups. So I was, I was out little Starbucks and and uh, this kid, he he was licking an ice cream cone, which pause. So got you. He dropped his phone, and you know those things that your coach teaches you when you're little. So he drops his phone, 
and you you can tell like and I mean all in two seconds I see his brain and like you know how a kid's brain slow down and you can see like the hamster in the wheel mm-hmm. like like slow down because he didn't know what to do but he reached out with his hand that he dropped the phone with and he touched it and without me even thinking I need jerk flash back to peewee football and just went if you touched it you could have caught it <laughs> and I caught myself about to be like boy give me laps <laughs> cause you remember peewee football man yeah, and that yeah. was the rule and that shit stays with you I don't know whose child that was I probably shouldn't have said that but you go yeah man if you touched it you could have caught so it so you coach you coaching somebody's child and you don't know then you are we getting up to that uncle age we probably what, should be coaching some kids come is, out there drunk Remember my coach, one of my coaches, Coach DC, coached us in hoops, boy. Nigga used to wear little shorts and would be cussing. The high socks? And would be dang. And we're like, we heard you, coach. What'd you say? Then he used to wear the high socks through the long socks? Mm-hmm. And it was one of them where when we would practice, some of the parents would be dropping people off. So it was edited practice. Dang on it! And then as soon as that door closed and the last parent left the gym, you motherfuckers is too old to be missing layups. You go, damn, DC crazy, man. And you trying to motivate y'all. Stop missing layups, man. You playing around. Oh, it's an yeah. easy shot. You missing it, boy. But that is funny. Rand, you, we, we at Uncle Asia. We can now coach people. Hey, man, you touch But does anything cool. stay with you from your coaches? Because like I said, that was an old rule, right? Football. If you, if you touched it, you could have caught it. I think it stays with you because if it that hit your hand. You that, caught it. That sets you up for like the future. You still remember things you learned at that age. Those are your formative years. You learn things that stay with you and become rules of thumb. Like one of the earliest rules was, you know, I remember one of my coaches saying to me, he was just he was giving us. He used to do like you know you learn the game and then he would give us like man talk where he would give us advice and like mm-hmm. he'd be like, hey, hoops or uh, football, hoops. You ever play football? Never play. I got hit once and quit. Uh, this <laughs> shit ain't for me. Uh, where you going? It's not open. Try, try that was the fun in it to me. Was nah. like you had to be tough. Tr- tryouts weren't. I walked out. He was like, "Tryouts not over." I said, "No, I tried it and it's over. I'm out." <laughs> <laughs> you could have. And you got good height. You could have been a good nah, like, I mean, defensive end. I didn't want to get hit like that because yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. You gotta love it, dog. I caught the ball and I got hit. And the next you thing I remember, love it, dog. I don't remember catch. I remember catching the ball and then. I don't remember landing or anything. Mm-hmm. When I opened my eyes, I was on the ground. Everybody was looking at me like, oh, shit, you all right? It makes me sad that, you know, now they've got, uh, what do they call it, CTE. So, CTE, which I that's forget what it's That's not You're saying for. it like they got no, it No, 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 no. Which, yeah, obviously, and that's what I was going to say, you know. People had this revelation in the last five years of, oh, CTE, which is basically brain damage, for mm-hmm. those of you listening, which it stands for, I forget. But anyway... You know, this revelation of, oh, football is dangerous. And it's like, you think a car crash is dangerous too. Newsflash. I'm going to take a shot at it. CTE stands for uh, Uh concussive uh, trisophilus encephalopathy. Woo, trisophilus. Something encephalopathy. Yeah, you're going to owe me some more push-ups for that. (laughs) It stands for chronic traumatic encephalopathy. See, I was Let's go. I was the last one I got. That last one's crazy. I thought it stood for cut 
uh, corporate thug and entertainment. If, if you want, <laughs> if you a young listen, Jeezy fan out there, if you want to, that's true. But if you want to see CTE in action, go look up uh, Mike Tyson fight. They're all on YouTube. It only lasts mm-hmm. less than five seconds. You can see somebody traumatically experience a violent form of CTE. But yeah, this revelation that you know all of a sudden, well, football is dangerous. Well, duh. Been Who, dangerous. Whoever watched football and thought that's just not dangerous. These two three hundred pound men button heads all game oh, that, like like a ram. That, that's why I say the toughest people who ever played football were the ones who played in the beginning. Like when all mm-hmm. they had was a helmet with no face guard and no and knee no pads. Technology to really I mean, say these, one way or another. Guys over there knocking each other out, busting each other up when they playing, and now these guys all got pads and it's well, like I always ask people. So here's here's the question, and I'll lay it down for you. Lay it out. To hell with it. We drinking. Yeah. Well, so for those who say CTE, like certain people say they suffer memory loss and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So would you rather be, is it better to have had and lost it than to have never have had? That's the question, right? Yeah. So would you rather have CTE and live in a mansion or have all your functions and live in a studio or apartment? I think it's I'm my opinion is better to have it and then lose it than not to have it at all. I like if I got CTE but I did my career. So you rather be brain damaged, de- de- brain slightly well, listen, memory loss a little bit. All the money I made, spacey a little bit, but bro, in a mansion. All the money I paid live, uh, playing at a high level, and mm-hmm. then years later that stuff catch up. At least my family will have something, and you got enough money to take care of me to make it comfortable, so I don't go crazy. Because there's people out there right now. Uh, who never played football and got CTE from uh, from some kind of car crash, spent the money up, and now mm-hmm. you know sitting right there talking to a lamppost. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll take I'll take the habit. You take the mansion with I'll a little spacey, little memory loss. Yeah. yeah, what did we have? For, did we have breakfast? What do you have for breakfast this morning? Crayons? Mm-hmm. I like crayons for breakfast. It's like yeah, <laughs> you, you had crayons. You? Yeah, this shit. All this shit don't need to be remembered. No way. Life is long. Pretty Hell. much. I, yeah, you know, hey, man, you live in a studio apartment. You might want to forget some shit from time to time. Mm-hmm. Maybe a spacey memory ain't so bad. That's right. I Cause, and, I, and I asked that question because I, I never forget I was listening to the radio, Sports Talk Radio, 98.7 and whatnot, uh, New York, and uh, a Jets legend called in, and they were talking about his hands. And I'm saying his fingers were all gnarled and like twisted up. And I'm like, so are Johnny Depp's. Anyway, but he had a Super Bowl ring on it. And they asked him, you know, because he was talking about limited mobility in his hand, having to do rehab. He was a lineman. And he he was like, John, if I could do it all over again, I wouldn't change a damn thing. And you're like, (laughs) oh, man, this motherfucker can barely move his left hand. But, yeah, you, but, but but that's the warrior mentality that you, bro, know, you live. Are you can't. That it's like yeah. You, you can't. You can't live. In my opinion, you cannot live life in fear. Like things mm-hmm. happen, good things happen, bad things happen. But you've got to live a life because you never know when it's going like to be the last said, time. You could, you could get in a car and car then you can't do no more. But right. So, did you could turn around and be like, "Yo, at least I had a good ten years in the you, NFL." You enjoy football, hey man. You no, might want to let them. I know they were talking about you know the people signing their sons up to play, and then you know obviously baseball, you make the most money, and there's less contact, and then there's basketball, which your knee might shatter. But yeah, 
football, you see how short term Troy, it is. Troy Aikman said he would let he wouldn't let his sons play. And I'm like, Super short you sound time. crazy because your whole career was football. Even your after, if you never played football, you wouldn't be calling the games now. So football, I think that is beautiful too that they get to call the games and whatever. I wish we in comedy had like that kind of setup. Oh, you want to play by playing in color? I, yeah, yeah, like how Barkley and Shaq Uh-oh. just sit in the booth. He's, oh, he's going down. He's he's going to try to fight the bomb, but it doesn't look good. Yeah, you're right there, Phil. It doesn't look like he's going to be able to pull <laughs> right, this one out. That thing. Okay, and he's going to the crowd work. Let's see how. Oh, and the crowd is giving him nothing. He <laughs> Better call a timeout. No, nope, there's no timeout. There's no light. He's just gonna have to ride this one out. This is gonna be a tough one for him, Phil. That's pretty good play by play, actually, man. You got a good commentator voice, and you did that pretty quick. We should do that. I said we should do play by play. Hell no. That's the thing. Comics are so critical that it just wouldn't be any fun. Okay, Phil's on stage now, and looks like he's going for one of the classics. Okay, and it is. It's a hit. That's a home run, and the crowd is loving him right now. Phil's rounding it out with his joke about Lizzo, and there is, uh-oh. <laughs> Somebody called the audible. A fat girl is standing up, and she's uh-oh, giving him trouble. What's he going to do? She's She tackles him. Oh, he's got no security. He's got no security. That's My what God. I was laughing about for Chappelle. I said, boy, if the rich comedians beat your ass like that, Wait till you meet the poor comedians. Boy, we really gonna bust your ass. Like, and come take, on back and take your wallet. And take your and wallet. And flip them pockets, oh, yeah. bro. Come on up off all that right there. And your little knife gun. We'll yeah. take the guy. But yeah, man, it, it's been a crazy weekend. Like I said, seeing that live, I'm like, in real time, you like, what is happening? <laughs> not, not that it all this felt was, like a sketch, dog. It, it did. It didn't feel real. And when you saw the photos, I'm like, this can't be real. Like, yeah. Yeah, and it's funny. Like I just, I just, I just hate the fact that people. There was some. I know we talked about, but I just, it, it's bothering me that someone's like. Well, why did he have to do that? What about if the guy didn't have his whole mental health? So I'm supposed to sit there because this mofo is crazy and let him whoop my ass. Well, you know, he's got dad issues, so it's okay. Go ahead. Take your <laughs> shots and we'll we'll get you some counseling. No. You're leaving my foot in your ass, man. <laughs> yeah, man, but Chappelle, he'll be fine. He'll be all right. I'm surprised he, you know, he gets paid millions of dollars by Netflix. I'm surprised he didn't drop some cash on him. Like, there's a settlement right there, pimping. Like, Ted DiBiase style, right? Yeah, money, money, money. The, the, what was his name? Mr. Money? What was no, the, the Million Dollar Man. Million Dollar Man. Yeah. We've been drinking. I I, I, I could just Bro, gave his ass a name. What? Mr. Money. No, that was your sugar daddy He could have called him that, too. That was your sugar daddy He was one of my... let you come over on weekends. Mr. Money. <laughs> Mr. Well, go, no, see Mr. Money. <laughs> Mr. Money. Why you got to go see Mr. Money? You want you want them new sneakers, don't you? All right. Hey, so, man. go see Mr. Money. He'll set you up. What was I watching? I was watching some wrestling shit though. No, I love the Million Dollar Man. That's my favorite wrestler Million because Dollar Man. because he was such an asshole. Like there was one thing he did one time where I remember I was just like, oh my god, I, he 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 found a kid in the crowd. Like he, he had a basketball challenge, so he's looking around the crowd and he's like, oh, I got this kid right here. He's like, you want a hundred dollars? Yeah, it looks like you can use it. I said, oh. yikes. So he told him, all you got to do is bounce the ball. I think he told him 10 times and you'll get $100. So the kid's like, oh, I can bounce the ball. Sure. No problem. So, you know, he starts bouncing and the crowd's counting along and everyone's behind him. One, two, three. Time he gets to eight, eight, nine. By the time he goes to bounce for 10, Billy Dollar Man kicks the ball at 10. He says, oh, you didn't do it. 
and you just learned a good life lesson. Sometimes we don't get what we want. And this kid is sitting there. <laughs> it's a little kid, bro. He's like six or seven. He's just looking around like, I, I bounced it. I didn't. And the kid's looking around. The million dollars just laughing at him. Yeah, you didn't get it. When you don't do the job, you don't get paid. Being and they took the money and waved it in his face. And put being it a heel looked like fun, man, which we got to, you know, now that we on the subject, one of the greatest heels of all time. Who's that? R.I.P. Razor Ramon, baby. Oh, yeah. Scott one of the greatest. Hall. You know, he passed recently, and it was sad to oh. see because you, you know, there's certain classes of wrestlers, and, you know, a lot of them passed tragically, like, out of the blue. But yeah, he passed and you're like, damn, man. That's Ramon a, was fun. Bro, that's a guy who wasn't afraid of he CTE. He did every dangerous drug he could find. And he was like, I don't care. He did so much. Well, I was talking sure. about the wrestling, bro. Damn. Oh, okay. How you know the drugs? I, I watched, you showed them to him? No. There was a do- <laughs> There's a documentary about it on um that I saw on Amazon. And it just kind of like yeah. it documents his whole drug issue. He did painkillers mixed with alcohol. I mean, he did a lot of stuff. He he wrestled drunk one time. It was it was incredible. Mm. But he was he a great wrestled drunk one time. Yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, he he was taking a drug that was supposed to suppress his ability to want to drink liquor because like he would take the drug and if you drank liquor, it would make you throw up and make you nauseous. Mm. So in one of the segments he did, he had taken this thing to make him not drink, and then they were pouring beer on him, and it was getting in his mouth and making him sick. Mm. It was just like wow. That's- Funny. Then he had to go and wrestle. What did you watch? What's that on? Um, it's on the WWE Network. It's like the okay. They talk about his struggles with alcohol and drugs. Uh, oh, but Scott man. Hall was raising Ramon was my favorite. Hey Chico, you touch his goal, I'm gonna touch you. Yeah, he was one of them that was kind of cool being a bad guy. I always thought he was Spanish until I found that he was just a regular white man with a perm. Who's your top five wrestlers, dog? Oh, easy. Um, and a lot of people listeners may top not five. agree. But if we talking top five that I liked, I'm gonna start with D'Lo Brown. Oh, that's a that's a crazy pick. I ain't see that coming. You're looking at the real deal now. That was that guy, and he was the first um, European Intercontinental Champion um, that they had, and he should be in the Hall of Fame, but he's not because he works for a different company from WWE. So um, D'Lo Brown's number one for me. The Rock. Um, yeah. I'd be lying if I said I didn't like Hulk Hogan. I was a big fan of Hulk Hogan. I hated um, when I seen he had that leg drop as a finisher. It was so anticlimactic. I'm like, <laughs> that's the greatest. That's that's y'all go. Because mm-hmm. I was the kid kid when he was the red and yellow Hulk. Yeah. But I seen him as Hollywood Hulk Hogan come yeah. back. And then I watched when he finally came back, had his first match. And he went for the leg drop. I said, he don't come off the top ropes or nothing. Nope. Because that's great. a basic move everybody does. He's an old school wrestler. Six foot eight. Almost 300 pounds. He he's interesting because you go, how did he? It must be the look because he do got yeah. that biker man look. That was, old white biker man look. Bro, it was a look and he was Thunderlips. Like, you mm. you know, Thunderlips beat up Rocky. Super balls, bro. Man, said Thunderlips. Was, thunder, was it Thunderlips? I don't even know, bro, but that sounds like something totally different. Anyway. There was this character in Rocky. It was Thunderlips or Thunder something. Look, but yeah, yeah, Hogan with that crusty leg drop. I just was like, bro, your finisher should be better. Like, all the pizzazz that the people's elbow had. 
It did, but... Even the rock bottom is fun. Come on, the Stone Cold Stunner, bro. It was a different time, so the leg drop was severe. That was the worst thing you could do. Man, which was kind of his, you know... Elbow drop, yeah. If A, 1A and 1B of, like, just a elbow drop off the top ropes, but he at least went off the top ropes. I seen Hope do that crusty shit. I'm like, come on, the big boot was more devastating. Nah, well, well the, the build up was you get you get the, the you, you got to do. He had a Hulk up. He would Hulk up first, mm-hmm. and then oh, the yeah, leg up. Yeah, that he was shaking on the ropes. And yeah, all that. They, they, you try to hit him like, oh, he's not a. Yeah, he's not, yeah, yeah. I wish that was real in real life. When you get in your ass whooped, and then all of a sudden you Hulk <laughs> up and start kicking everybody's ass. Oh, he's hooking up like that Hulkin guy. Up, the guy who tried to tackle Chappelle started hooking up. Hooking up, baby. You <laughs> said he's ignoring it. Can't that hook up. With a broken arm, but <laughs> yeah, hope was wild with that. But um, also, so also on this is Ric Flair. Okay, and um, I also a big fan of uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. See, I had the revelation recently. You only got what, one black wrestler on your list. Come on, dog. Anyway, The Rock. I said The Rock. The Rock. Well, he's Simone. He's whatever. black, bro. He's Something like that. He got black in him. He's black. Something like that. But anyway, yeah. You got Roddy Piper. So hold on. But Ric Flair, I recently had the revelation of Ric Flair. I go, why the fuck is he the nature boy? That you go, you know, I never seen you with an animal. <laughs> I ain't never seen you climb a tree. Why the fuck are you the nature boy? And the name comes from the fact that he doesn't take anything to, like, he didn't take no supplements. He didn't take no steroids. It's all natural. So he's <laughs> a nature boy. Because I feel like you should dealing. be the natural boy. Jet flying, limousine riding, kiss oh, stealing, yeah. wheeling dealing, son What's of a gun. And I mean, the rappers, they love it. Bro, he said he's... I've got more cars than you've got friends. Whoa. No, no, no that's not even the craziest flex I heard. Ass. The best flex I ever heard him say was, he's like, I've spent more money and spilt, spilt alcohol than you made last year. <laughs> <laughs> like, the alcohol you're not drinking, I spent more money you did on spilt alcohol. The Rocker took a little of that, didn't he, of like just... Kind of taunting people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. His thing was, uh, what'd you say your name was? Oh, my name's. It doesn't matter what, what your, your name, name is. All I, the way to a Wyclef song. Bro, I got detention for doing that to one of my teachers. It doesn't matter. Did you ever? <laughs> did you ever do that shit in school? Like, yeah, I mean, no. We we had so the generation next, which suck it. Oh no, I don't. I so know. we had the shirts and all that, and then the next year they were like, none of that. I got in trouble because in we school. weren't allowed to wear the shirts, <laughs> and, and we certainly weren't allowed to do the. Nah, the teacher. Suck it. I can't remember what it is the teacher was saying to me, and I was like, "Could you repeat that?" And she's, "Oh, I said, I said it doesn't matter." Mm-hmm. I mean, all the all the classmates laughed because they got it. <laughs> the teacher was like, "Very funny." Uh, I'll see you oh, after what school. That was, but I'll see you after school. You got your applause break. Did the teacher give you the light? He did. He was like, "It doesn't matter what you just said. I'm gonna like, see you well, after your, school." Your time. That's been your time, sir. <laughs> what you do after school? It doesn't matter because you're oh, gonna be right yeah. here. Detention, man. Right here. Yeah, that's your five. Who would be my five? That should have. That should have. By the way, the generation next that I'm thinking about China. That even oh, she man. would be like, "Suck it!" You like, yeah, whoa, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a question, you, you, question mark what, of that question. What crotch. you got there? Hey, question mark on the crotch. Questionable question crotch. Mark. There's a question mark. The QC questionable crotch. They, yo, they got away with so much stuff that you mm-hmm. can't even do now. It's like. And you realize that we was coming up, you know, 14, 13 watching that shit. So 
like you said, now these sensitive woke whatever times that it was just but like bro, nah. it, it was a different time. Like not just that, but just overall, like the stuff mm-hmm. you could do on TV. Like I remember watching episodes of TV shows where they would talk about real, real shit, like like uh, like rape and like being molested. They would talk about these on the shows, like the Cosby Yo, Show and different to, world. When you, when you mention molestation, which First off, I know I said, yo, like it was something exciting, but no, I don't want to like make it like it's fun. But I okay. think about that with rap because <laughs> because as mundane and as whatever as rap has become, as repetitive, you go, remember Dana Dane? Yeah, Cinderella. Chester. Cinderella, Dana Dane. Remember, no, is it Dana Dane? I forget who it is. No, no, no. Dana Dane. Chester. You remember the song Chester about the molester? Mm-mm. Daddy, daddy, please don't thing. leave because Chester's going to put his hands on me. Come on. Damn, rappers don't sing about stuff so like that. So you go, it felt like we were going forward and like broader topics were being discussed. And then, I don't know, man. I think the latest rap song that I heard talking about some real stuff was the one that um, Logic has about suicide, where it was like the suicide yeah. hotline. But for most part, rappers just talk about money. And, and not that it has to be oh, no, sad no. or deep, no. but just that you heard that and was like, yo, that's a crazy real, topic. There was real stuff. Like so yeah, that was Dana Dane. Chester. Okay, that I gotta look that up, song. I don't know, but that's interesting. But the rappers nowadays, they don't, they ain't talking about that no more. Like, seriously. And they are. There's the Kendrick Lamar's, the J. Cole's, and whatever, and then there's the radio. But, like I said, Chester, that you go... I remember a video music box. If you requested that joint three times, they sent CPS to your house. Like, why are you enjoying Chester so much? <laughs> What's going on there? <laughs> yeah. And I guess Ludacris won a Grammy for Runaway Love, too. And that's slightly about yeah, some heavy yeah. topics. But I just wish rappers would do that. I think that'd be cool to see Cameron drop a song about, like, child abuse. You so know? I'm here in Harlem and... Um, Tupac did a song Cameron. about Brenda's the guy the baby. Yeah, Tupac had a bunch of those songs. Like Brenda's Tupac will make you sad. Um, yeah, he Planned Parenthood anthems. Anyway, <laughs> I'm here in Harlem. Uh, the Apollo. Fellas, so hold you on. Cameron. Our co-star Tequila. You talking about Cameron? Come on, talk about Cameron it. Cameron has Cameron unplugged at the Apollo. And my first time I seen the sign, I'm like, who the hell want to see Cameron unplugged? But then you go, Phil, you live in Harlem. Mm-hmm. Everybody but you want to see Cameron unplugged. What, 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 wait, wait, wait. What's this Cameron with a guitar? And, I don't even know, bongo dog. drums or something? I don't even know. But Cameron all, all the hits, all the just hits seen a sign that said Cameron unplugged made me laugh. And then you realize, yes. People want to hear the acoustic version of Oh Boy. I'm in the Suzuki eating sushi with some chick named Susie. Computers <laughs> computing. <laughs> Boobity booting. You know what it is. No, no, no. Don't say that in front of Nico. He going to like that. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Shouts out to everybody in Harlem. I do live up here. I'm, these just jokes, man. Cameron a legend. Yeah, don't Cameron, come from Cameron top. 
Ken of my generation, I would say. Top 10. He swagged it out. You just gave Cameron, top, what, lyrically or just overall performance? All that overall, because this is a whole show. Because okay, we've cause... seen that with the verses of like. Bro, I was going to say lyrically. Nah, they're serious I, over there. A lot. I told, and I told this to Nico too. I said early on, Cam, like I'd give it to him lyrically, but this new Cam talking yeah, about yeah. computers, Putin. I was like, nah, yeah, 50, bro. 50, you ain't getting a pass on that. 50 no. parodied, him, parodied him up perfectly. Perfectly by just being like, bruh, you no. uh, computers computing boobity booting. What's going on here? <laughs> What's that mean? You ain't been rapping, rapping, uh, rapping in years. God, but I, I, you see, people really appreciated the show and the um, people appreciated. Oh, see, yeah, alongside a live band. Look. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, camera. Okay. okay. Y'all gonna see, oh boy, the acoustic version and hey, ma. I really mean it. Hey, ma. <laughs> the violins. Hey, ma, with the, uh, yeah, with the violins playing. All right. All right. When, when is that? I'm oh, it's the 20th anniversary of his first platinum album, Come Home With Me. Which, okay, that's Y'all, y'all may not know this. I'm telling Ooh, you, hip, we're hip, old. But hip hop is coming to middle age. When I was growing up, hip hop was still like. It was still new. Like, I remember a lot of you, I'm going to date myself with this one. A lot of you might not remember this. Hot 97, there was one time, and this is how I remember hip-hop was. Hot 97 was battling 98.7 Kiss FM before it became ESPN. Wow. And they would always battle for, like, who could could drop the exclusives. Mm. Because hip-hop was so new. Like, it was, it was so many things. Like, I remember hearing Wu-Tang and, like, all these artists just had different sounds. And, like, now it's just, like, everybody's just trying to, you know, go viral. Like, old, old Nas, old Nas, Little Nas X got his career because his song went viral on TikTok. And he got in early. That song went viral, and that's how he got his career. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, it's it's just it's, it's it so seemed like you saying fuck the south, and I mean if that's what you want to say, I definitely, say did, it. I definitely didn't say fuck the south. Nah, that's what he said. Audience, let him know that's what he's saying. Well, you heard Outkast at the Source of Wars. The South got something to say. Yeah, but and y'all was y'all was just yelling. I know over they, and they weren't. Listen, they weren't playing southern music up there. The first southern song I ever heard it was two. It was from UGK and from Outkast. Outkast one was uh. Elevators, me and you, your mm-hmm. mama and your cousin. And based off of that, I went and bought that album. The second one was uh, UGK, Pocket Full of Stones, and I heard that on the mix show, and I was mm-hmm. like, "What is this?" But I was like, and, "You know, East Coast they rap fast." This person was the first one I ever. I got a pocket full of stones. And I was like, "What? Mm-hmm. What is this? Why is it so slow?" But it was. And they won't leave my ass alone. Oh, like that, yo. <laughs> yeah, man. Gotta um, look that up. That's all. Now you know. That's one thing that I do miss about hip hop and about rap is different sound, regional rap. Yeah, you knew the internet has brought everybody together. So, you know, like New York cats would be like something, something. My ops, that's you know your enemy, right? Right. That's but now East Coast thing because it's on the internet. Everybody saying everybody ops. says ops, and it's like I can't tell where you're from. Yeah. Whereas back in the day, I remember like. Who did I first hear? Oh, actually, it was Lil Flip and Lil Troy. Lil Troy and Lil Flip. Want to be a baller? And having to find my man from... Had to find my man from Houston in the neighborhood because we lived in Georgia at the time. Paul Wall? No, no, no. My man from Houston. You said Paul Wall like I knew him. (laughs) No. This is my boy, but he was from Houston. And be like, what are crawlers? Oh, he's 
crawlers. What a crawlers? Wanna be a baller? Twenty inch rims, on the shot collars on the crawlers. So you like on the crawlers? Oh, wait, 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 hold on. The lyric goes, "I'm a baller, shot caller, twenty inch rims on the Impala." Something got laid tonight. Crawlers is in there somewhere. Trust me, homie. Crawlers? Crawlers. Is that a car? It's the rims. Crawlers are rims? Crawlers. Really? Like legs that you would crawl with or arms. I thought y'all called them shoes. They called them crawlers, man. That's crazy. And then even the chicks, they called them boppers. So you going, what the hell is a bopper? You know what's funny is that rims like that really didn't come popular up here in New York until mm -hmm. Latrell Sprewell started doing the spinning rims. Yeah. Then you saw everybody pair with rims, but the rims was strictly a southern thing. Nobody up here cared about rims. That's one thing I miss. Y'all got the emissions test out here, so you yep. don't see no old school cars with nope. the rims and kitted up. It's... You know, yeah, out here in New York, you're not getting your inspection if you can't pass that test. They ain't go, they gonna fail you I in that go car. Back home, you start seeing the '88 Caprices and the Dell '88s. And the... there's some of y'all Southern people up here with that, like they would have like the old Caprices with these gigantic rims on it, and they called it Donk, and yeah. they still do well, that's it. That's the Miami. They call it Donks and all that. That make no sense. We to just me. call them old school. Who puts 20 inch rims on a Caprice Classic? That makes no sense. Which the easy joke or the old joke is that uh, black people like rims and white guys like tires. So you go <laughs> in the south in Georgia, you'll see them with 20-inch tires, baby. And you go, you ain't got no rim on it, it? Yeah, I'm those with you know, see, I'll just, us, we'll, we'll take some 20-inch rims and put them on a 16-inch tire. No, no, thank you, sir. I'll just take the stock rims that came with the car. Just, your rim on the outside. Man, I got Don't these. worry about it, dog. I remember I had a buddy back home named Brandon. And I got these great Michelins. These Michelins fit my car Saved so nice. up for some rims, but he could only get two. Told me, Phil, I'm going to put them on one side and pull up to the club on that side. I'm like, this guy is Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's right. That's what we do. Hey, nah, I, man. Don't clap. Hey, man, why you parking so far? Come parking for the club. No, nah, yeah, I'm good. I just hear I'm good right here. They never should have gave you niggas money. What are you doing? <laughs> That's funny, you know. He's, take, yo, let me just put him on my passenger side, hey bro, you know. When she get in, she ain't gonna know what's on the other side. Hey, bro, why you park so far from the club? This parking right here. Nah, I'm good right here, dog. I'm like parking in front. I'm like park parking on the right the side. I want to park on the right side. I'm gonna park across the street. I'm gonna yeah. back up. I'm gonna reverse in. Hilarious. And I said, dog, you wild. Nah, I, I used to, just I used to do stuff like that too. When I was in college, like I, my thing was I would try to look like the rapper, so. I would go and buy like swimming goggles and like all the ski gear. Oh, and... uh, that makes me think of my guy. What's his name? Mace? Fredro Starr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. Had the, in the, uh, yeah, in the Onyx video. Ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was he that. He had the it... ski goggles Bingo. and all that stuff. And, and that was what everybody was doing. But nobody told you that shit makes you sweat. Like, I remember seeing Method Man in a Columbia rain suit. And Columbia used to have these rain suits where. It was them shits was waterproof as fuck, but they would also make you sweat on the inside. So I would wear that shit in the summertime because I'd be like, I roll one leg up yeah. and I have the other leg and I'd be fucking sweating. Well, that's the thing. It's out of context. It's like they're wearing that for, for a video, video yeah. shoot and it was given to them for free. Right, niggas. You went and spent $700 I'm on just a was not rain cheap. suit. 
that you're wearing to class. And I'm like, why am I so hot? I don't understand. Method Man wasn't sweating. <laughs> Method Man, Takao wasn't sweating in the video right now, bus. One of his methods is keeping it cool. Bro, and I was, I'm talking sweat. My underwear was wet, everything, my socks. And they're like, why are you wearing that? It's not raining. That's oh, yeah, it's I rolled, my, I rolled my pants leg up. LL Kuja rolled his pants leg up. I rolled my pants oh, yeah, leg up. Yeah, LL had the one leg rolled up. That was one that thing. Was a good hip hop sound. Bro, my mother you know, didn't get with that. She was like, why is one leg up and oh, yeah, one leg down? Yeah, I rolled it up because I saw him. Time doing they was like, don't do that. That's a gang sign. Oh, no, it's not. I don't know. Relax. I don't know. You know what we haven't done? We've been talking for an hour and we haven't told people where they can follow us. They know where to follow us at. How, where do they follow us at? How do they know? If they, what if, what if they've been drinking? I am Phil Hunt. But we went to the, uh, the uh, I almost said the seminar, but we went to the gathering there for WTF Studios. Yes, hold on. Um, with shouts out to them. Please make sure to follow uh, I am Phil Hunt on all uh, social media. Uh, Avery Mason Official on Instagram. Uh, the Avery Mason on Twitter. And Avery Mason Official on um, TikTok. So we got a... Um, we got a. Uh, we we went to WTF Studios party with shout out a happy to hour. Shout, shout out, out to WTF, all the people we met. Shout out to Alex. Solid shout out to Weezy. Yeah. We got a. Um, everybody there that had a podcast had a podcast page. So we're going to create one soon. Right. So you can we'll send be all. Asking y'all. And remember that the, the like and the follow is free. Free, man. It like, don't cost you nothing. We are being held hostages by likes and follows. Like, I'm pretty sure somewhere out there there's a kid on punishment because he ain't followed his daddy on TikTok. <laughs> and it's just like, bro, it ain't that deep. It's free. It's like, free. these follows, people, have, they act like they mean more than money. It's currency. Yeah, that's the way it's... That's you couldn't I'm... pay some people to follow you. There's some people I wouldn't follow right now. I wouldn't follow that guy who tried to tackle Chappelle. He probably got his Twitter got, I told you he got a rap thing. And you know what they said in his rap song that he was saying? I'm coming to the Hollywood Bowl. I'm swell. Gonna tackle that fool. And you like, what? There's a there's a Chappelle disc record coming at some point. Hilarious. You thought your foot I was going to stop me. fire. Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. Dylon, and Dylon, boy. Hold on, don't forget about Fisticuffs on oh. the Chappelle show. Oh, yeah, yeah, Fisticuffs yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I can't hear where it is the street is. He got shot in the ear five times. Yeah, turn my mic, turn my, turn my, turn my, mic, my, up. Turn my mic up. I turn can't it up. hear. I can't hear. <laughs> I can't <laughs> hear. And John Del Rollins, dumb man. Man, this shit is hot. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, here we go. Wait, where the beat go, nigga? <laughs> turn the beat up. Chappelle show still probably the greatest sketch. You know, you know what I got? I meant to say I got the Richard Pryor show. My my cousin, you know, he you know he's an internet, you know, savant. Yeah, Richard Pryor show. Have great. you seen it? I know they invented the delay because of him. Yeah, I got so. I got both I got both seasons on Google. I'm gonna send it to nice. you because I started watching it. And I'm like, this is what yeah. TV should Pushing be. Boundaries, Richard Pryor. Dog, it's so. I mean, listen, I understand why people are sensitive, but. At, at a point, it's like you know what comedy is and when it's comedy. There's no need for you to be correcting people at every single second. Well, that was inappropriate. It's you know, a joke. Just go on. And understand people gonna say some shit you don't like from time to time. That's to me. That's the fun. Is the separation of this where we disagree that gets fun. Yeah, that's that's why like shows like All in the Family. 
uh, classics because they pushed boundaries and it was falling. It's like you know it's not and real. They ask questions, you know. Yeah, you talk about it after. I, there was some episodes of the Cosby Show that came out. I remember I had to talk to my mom about it, you know, and she would mm-hmm. explain. But that's what TV is supposed to do. It's not supposed to always make you feel good. Sometimes folks challenge what you believe, like things you believe. Same thing as comedians. Challenge what you believe. People don't like being challenged no more. I believe what I believe, and everybody got to believe what I believe, or I'm going to block them. Okay, well, your boss don't believe what you believe. Now what? Now you're going to block, block your boss. He's going to block right? your paycheck. <laughs> right. Hey, I checked my account. I'm a little light. Uh, oh, what's by going the way, on? Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard the shit you said about how people better not disagree with you, and you had a lot of shit to say, so go and pack up your shit and get out. I disagree with you being here. Like, <laughs> but that's why I say, bro, it's crazy to say, but our parents had it right. I remember, you know, back in 2000, 2006, 7-ish, making a joke when I had the, the day gig at Lowe's and I was doing deliveries for Lowe's. And I made a quick little wisecrack about Bush. And our store manager was kind of like, yo... Everyone laugh, but he goes, Phil, politics, come on, Phil. Oh, my God. And I'm like, all right. And he's like, you know, that's a, you know, technically a fireable offense. But he said, everyone laugh. I'm going to let it slide. So I'm saying we let the cat out the bag. Everybody's talking. That was so funny. We... I blame the tequila because normally Phil would have gotten to it. But the tequila has slowed both of us down. No. The tequila has hold up, hold up, hold up. Yes. Wait, hold on. The tequila has not slowed you down? I mean it it ain't sped me up and it ain't slowed me down. So you were saying that your your boss came at you and he was like politics. No, he just but he was like everybody laughed, da, 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 whatever, whatever. Like, eh, bygones is bygones and like but he was just saying, no politics on the job. But and that was like I said, two thousand six, seven ish. So I was 20, 22 maybe. That was pre-social media. Mm-hmm. Now that we're on social media. You're saying you couldn't get canceled, basically. You couldn't it's get canceled. just some woman yelling about abortions. And it's not that I don't support abortions. Ladies, kill your babies if you want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk but, about that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's 7 a.m. And I'm on Facebook, ma'am. 7 a.m., that's your post? You know, I just... My thing is, I have a problem with the government getting involved with personal decisions and people's choices. Because you wasn't there when we decided to make it, so why do you all of a sudden get to have an opinion when I decide, hey, maybe this ain't for me? I don't think the government should be involved well, yeah, in, themselves yeah. in, in people's like decisions. Like Not I'm to make like, it hey, like... You can't tell somebody... It's just you, weird. The government's like, hey, you shouldn't... You can't tell somebody to have something but, and then don't care about it once it's had. But here's, well, that's the thing. here's the bigger breach, Phil. How the hell did those documents get leaked? I don't think they did. It's supposed to they be the, one of the most secure places. They've been saying they're fake, though. It just gets... No, nah, it's not fake. Listen, and I mean, I'll say this. The, bro, every, every, the every, judge confirmed that those were his notes. And every year. Every year. In, the, in certain states. I know that, sir. Every year in certain states, which Texas, Florida, Alabama, Arkansas, they send a bill up that says something about Roe versus Wade. Right. But they never put it through because there's enough liberal or blue states that that people gonna know. So I, I just every year it's like 
us freaking out for nothing. Yeah, it's just interesting. If you've been living under a rock and you don't know, let me just catch you up real quick. Um, one of the Supreme Court justices wrote an opinion about the Roe v. Wade uh, decision, and it was a dissenting opinion, meaning essentially that he did not agree with Roe v. Wade. Um, that opinion was released somehow. Somebody broke into his office or... Maybe he left his phone unlocked and they just took a screenshot or printed some pages and sent it to the press. And now it's a big thing. Like, it hasn't been decided. People are already talking about stop telling what, women what to do with their bodies. Through, and that's the beauty of it'll, it. It'll never happen. Trust it's not going to make it through. It's that's, been legal since, what, 70, 1970? Right. Maybe that, that's, that's like them trying to turn over Brown versus Board of Education. It'll never happen, relax. There's no need for y'all to go and get up in arms on social media talking about running up on the Capitol because that happened on June 6th, uh, January 6th. Didn't work out so good for those people. What you feel? I, I want to see the Karens burn some shit down. You think so? I would show me that they mean what the fuck they talking about. But again, yeah, it's just, it's just not every year they draft that shit up and people get uptight and it's like it's not going away. I just don't. Here to stay. I just don't understand why people think the government. Sh There's some people who agree and think the government should be telling people what they can and can't do, and I'm like, that's weird. Like, yeah, 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 it's strange. They're not there when you're doing it in the bedroom, but they get to be there when you. Oh, you should keep the baby. This isn't no. You're not. You got to keep that. But parenting is a serious thing. They probably should, you know, be being like, hey, man, if, if I can't, <laughs> I gotta have a license to drive a car. Shit, I should have to have a license to be a parent, too. You go, God damn, y'all let them have a baby? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have a baby, too. But, yeah, like, you know. And then it, I just hate the arguments that surround it. But I'll say is we are, you know, a comedy podcast. Mm -hmm. Comedians. We're right here on recording on one tenth in Columbus. So, which actually is Morningside. So, on one twentieth in Morningside is George Carlin Way. Yep. So George Carlin, which, and I hate, not that I hate, but I love, but I also hate in competitiveness that George Carlin once said about a portion that, you know, it's the born making decisions for the unborn or, 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 um, encouraging, how, how did he say it? Damn it. I should look it up because his yeah. words were so particular that it was a great bit where he was saying Pointing out the irony in us being born advocating for children not to be born. So every time I see people get too loud about abortion, I hear George Carlin saying, like, well, come on, like, like, you know what I mean? You're an advertisement for life because you're living. Yeah, you're here, yeah. So it's just very weird to hear you be How like, are you anti-living? Baby should be burned. What? <laughs> you're living. Well, what if somebody did that to you? Absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> but <laughs> anybody so, else, yeah. So yeah, the conundrum or the irony or the satire in that. So yeah, I think sometimes people can get too loud about it where it's like, well, you're here, so. All right. You know, we, we had started talking about the uh, Happy Hour WTF, and we didn't really finish because we ran out of time on segment one. But seriously, uh, thank you to the, the staff and all the, the people there at WTF Studios. Um, thank you so much for welcoming us in. We had a great time. I got to tell you, fellas, very impressed. 
you were working that room. Phil was saying hi to everybody and make friends. I'm just like, you know, me, it takes me, you know, being, it's a comedian mindset. I'm comfortable being around people who tell jokes and who think like I think almost in terms of like everything's a joke. But I was very uncomfortable around people who are comics and they're like well, that's the fun you can you could drop some shit in a non-comics lab and i've always hated these type of comics oh is that one of your bits that it's like shut the fuck up yeah no i'm just naturally funny yeah and it just happens sometimes i'll say funny shit and yeah whereas non-comedy people won't do that at all no like, oh, that's funny they, they definitely looked at us we were saying <laughs> Phil, Phil was saying some things and so was I people were kind of looking at us like huh I mean no but mostly they were laughing like I said they so were they were laughing they were laughing to be in non-comedy environments because people are less judgy I think a lot of comedians can be very oh are you running dense which that's my pet peeve in comedy we're just having like, a conversation that person life. like sorry I'm funny off stage bro they That's kind of how I wound up on stage. I hate hearing people. I'm talking to people, and I just something comes to me. I say, like, "Isn't it weird that this like was that a bit? Are you?" Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not. I'm just. I'm just it's like, bro. I'm just talking to you. It's not. You're really just talking. Like you don't have to do that. You, you know, you'll know when it's a bit. Like sometimes I'll just start talking and be complaining about something. Like what was I complaining about? Uh, oh fuck! This tequila is really pissing me off because I did have a point to that, and now I can't. Tequila took the point. It sure did. Tequila was like, nah, tequila. you good. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun at WTF. There was too many people. Phil was walking in and out the crowd talking about, yo, come on, follow me. And I'm like, I'm 6'4", uh, 260. Yeah, I, I, can't, sure. I cannot make it into that little space where you're standing right now. Uh, but uh, there were a lot of people there. And shout out to all the people we met. All the people with the podcast. Uh, what was the one? Uh, bitches. Um, what was that one? They talk about sex. They talk about sex. Yeah, the first thing was bitches. Sex. Remember she had the biker shorts on? Mm, yeah, I know. It was something to something do bitches. with bitches. But yeah, I don't remember. Well, sh- well we can't remember. But shout the out to The exact name of the yeah. podcast. I'm sure I could find it. Which, hold on. Because you... Throwing this all this stuff at me real quickly. Which, After he's drank by the way, him. dude is lucky he didn't get beat up by Drake. Yeah. The guy that got beat up by Chappelle is lucky he didn't get beat up by Drake security because Drake would have also followed your wife on Instagram. Ah, I got about that. Following that story. Oh, that's a troll. Oh my god, that's perfect. Uh, so okay, so what happened was there was somebody who was trolling Drake and made a comment was commenting on, on Drake's his page post about his post. Uh, Levar Ball and uh, T Morant, that is so, NBA player Lonzo Ball and Ja Morant's fathers. That Drake made a positive post saying, "You gotta leave these black fathers alone. They're just out here on the sideline having fun." And, and somebody who are we to say? Him. And somebody said something about his son. So and Dr- Drake said, "Oh, that's cool, Dr- homie." Drake went and followed the guy's wife and messaged her saying, "Hey, are you okay? Your husband, right? You doing this?" And I was like, "Oh, damn!" Like, and she screenshotted it and put it on her page. And he he followed her and commented. I said, "You're all right. Your husband's real crazy." I was like, "Damn." And I mean, y'all got to quit playing with these celebrities out here. Y'all got to realize their followings are always bigger than yours. Always. And so the I microphone. I don't hear no crying about what happens. And, 
What'd he say? I bet your wife's bored. <laughs> he asked her if she was okay. She was like, I'm fine. Bet your wife's oh bored. And the woman now has gone on to like, you know, go on and be in line and, you know, try to like. Yeah, well, that reminds me of something that happened to me this week I want to tell you about. So if you, you know, if you're active on social media, there's a video of this um, this white girl singing the Drake and Future song. God, now I got to look up the name uh, of the song. A different one than the one from last week? What were we talking about one from last week? Was that the one where Singing she was... Little Baby? Yeah, Little Baby, yeah. So okay. somebody put a comment on... Because, you know, I posted the video and someone put a comment on it, which is basically what we were saying. And I told him he wasn't wrong. He was like, y'all going to have to stop giving these white people credit for doing the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Uh, this I'm going to shout him out because I don't know if he listens, but he might listen but the name is Sky underscore Keaton, S-K-Y underscore K-E-E-T-O-N. He said, so let me get this straight. They're special because they learned the lyrics to a rap song. I wish y'all would be this quick to love each other for doing the bare minimum. And I was like, yeah, you're not wrong. I said, in order for black people to get, and we talked about this, for us to get any kind of credit, we have to be singing in Korean. And that's the only time, like, there was a black guy singing in Korean, and that video went viral. It was like, oh, wow, there's a black guy singing in Korean. It's not something that we're known for. Dunk at a basketball? Nobody cares. Singing in Korean? Millions of views. So you're not wrong, bro. You're, you're not wrong. She was having a good time. Some people are taking this, um, taking this way too far. She's having fun singing a song, just, you know. Yeah, we read too much in stuff now, and everybody's got to be woke. And sometimes it's just like... Like I said, I think you could say something, something, excuse me, woke community. Let me be sleep for a second. I just think it's dope that we are connecting cultures through this. And that's, you know, us as artists being comedians that we see that, right? Mm-hmm. We see all the tension in the streets. Then we go out to the shows and go, nah, I just had 50 white people laughing. Not that that mean more than the black people, but I just had 50 black people laughing. Shit, you might go to Chinatown. I just had 50 Chinese or Asian people laughing. Who knows, right? But yeah. but yeah, so it's the art bringing people together that you're trying to celebrate. Right. And all people trying to do is separate. Oh, nah, man. What about this? And and I, like I said, I told you last week, I see both sides of it. There is a little bit of nastiness to being like, oh, look at the white person knowing rap. Because like we were saying, you know, if I sing Uncle Cracker, they're not going to share me on their page. So nope. we do got to kind of raise the bar of like, why every time uh-huh. somebody do a little rap, a little hip hop, y'all get all. Because she was, like, I ain't going to hold it. She was into it. I was like, damn, she know more no, words than I do. Because, you know, at, at a point when certain words come out, I'm like, I don't know what he said. So I'm just kind of like, you know what he I don't know all the words. I go hold you. But she do every single word. She was turned. Um, but before I forget, because we're running low on time, um, there's an NBA game on tonight, and I do not want Phil to miss. We're gonna get we're gonna get right into um into Betty White. We didn't get to do any Betty White, so I got some good ones, and maybe we'll do like an advice question, right. and we're gonna dip out of here. Hopefully, Phil can make it. Yeah, I'm good, bro. All right, so we Betty White. For those of you who are just joining us for the first time, basically kind of an ode to one of the original Golden Girls, Betty White, but also. Someone's gonna commit a crime here, and we're gonna we're gonna guess what race they are. Now, if it's a white person, Phil will say Betty White. Right. 
Now, if he's black, we'll say. Man, that sounds like some of us. There you I'd go. Because this is embarrassing at times. Mm. So that's the game. You can guess, play along at home. I hope you're drinking with us because we've been drinking. I hope you've been drinking too because this is a lot more fun if you're drinking. Hopefully not driving at home or, you know, sitting, watching TV, putting the podcast in the background, washing clothes, dishes, drinking, whatever. Turn up, have fun, like, share, subscribe. First question for Betty White. Customer slaps, calls teenage Little Caesars employee racial slur. It's always fun. A woman in Oklahoma attacked a teenage employee at Little Caesars, slapping him across the face and calling him racial slurs. In an incident that took place in March, it's reported that blank blank, 71 years old, drove up to the drive-thru of a Little Caesars and ordered two pizzas and crazy bread. Yeah, that crazy bread be slapping though. I ain't gonna hold that. That should be good. I slapped somebody over some crazy bread. Give me my sauce and my crazy bread and extra parmesan. Don't play with me. Pow! Um, they didn't have any of the crazy bread. That's, what did I just say? <laughs> they didn't have any of the crazy bread. She just kind of went foul about the whole issue. Um, according to her police report, the woman yelled, are you serious? <laughs> the employee told her if she pulled up to the window, he could get her the pizza she ordered. <laughs> she proceeds to call him. Okay, this might be giving it away, but I don't care. She proceeds to call him the N-word. She don't just call him the N-word. She prefaces with you effing N-word. The crazy bed make people do crazy things. It's like, all right. According to the report, she continued to shout, shout slurs at the employee who was reportedly 16 or 17 years old before asking, did that hurt you? When the employee said no, she got out of the car and slapped him twice across the face. The report states that a manager asked her what had happened directly after, to which the woman replied, I harassed him like I always do. The manager told her that her actions were not okay, and the report states that the woman laughed and drove away. (laughs) He's shocked and he's traumatized. To intimidate and traumatize a child is about as low as you can go. Side note, 16 or 17, you're not a child at all. I'm sorry, I don't agree. According to the police report, the victim and his mother went to the police and reported the incident. Um, The district attorney said they could not arrest the woman because the incident was not seen by police. However, he admitted that the case is in the hands of the district attorney and the prosecutors may get an arrest warrant. The woman was reportedly charged with malicious harassment based upon race which is a misdemeanor, two weeks after the incident and could face up to one year in prison and a fine of $1,000. According to reporters, the woman told police later that she was only joking around with the kid and then said, you know how it is. Huh? Wink, wink, nod, nod. You know how it is. The frustration was the fact that it happened in the first place and then that the fact that it took so long for law enforcement to make a decision as to what they were going to do. These type of cases would not have taken her long if the parties would have been reversed. No one should get the privilege to violate someone else's space, someone else's body, someone else's rights. Mm-hmm. We're going to continue to see that justice prevails in this matter. This isn't a justice incident. She didn't get her crazy cheesy bread or whatever. She went crazy, slapped a guy. Uh, anyway, so based on that information, Phil, what do you think? I kind of gave it away also, but. You think black, white? That's some of us, though. That sound like it. 
Just sound like one of us to, to slap the person with some cheesy bread. Yeah, man, bread be good, bro. No, she fell into 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 two communities. A white lady, okay. White lady, she also a big woman. So you okay, know. yeah, big people they gonna hit you about that food. Man. Don't play with my cheesy bread. All right. You should have. Uh, Did you ever see that McDonald's that where the the person wanted the nuggets and they didn't have it and they came through the window? Yeah, I <laughs> think I did. What you I mean you ain't got like nuggets? A Popeyes, where they just the person came through and they beat them and then they crawled back into their car and it's like, yeah, bro, you better quit coming through windows like that. Yeah, we 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 gotta get on a diet seriously. Fighting people over uh, crazy bread is understandable, it's but in the name, crazy bread for a reason, man. It's in the name, so I get that. Let's I keep. Can't even matter. Crazy bread is fire, bro. It is with the with the, with the, with the marinara bit, uh, sauce. You put the marinara, marinara sauce in the, and, and the, 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 the parm. The parm is what I'm talking about. That it just be hitting. I, I damn near want some now. Listen, y'all. Let Phil know. Listen, if y'all want, I really want Phil to do this this spicy wing challenge thing, taste test. He's talking about food is reminding me that I want him to do it. So if you want to see Phil. Eat some hot sauce and see if he can take it or give his opinion on it. Please uh, directly message him at him, the Phil Hunt on Twitter, or hit me at uh, the Avery Mason on Twitter, and I'll repost it so we can see people want to see him eat the spicy wings and do it on video. Because he says he loves sauce, and I want to see it for myself. I want to see if you can take the spicy sauce, bro. You're a sauce man. Let's see what you got. I can, though. You, you do spicy? You do Man, spicy? I, I like spicy. Yeah, bro. I don't know how many times I got to say. Like, I just, I'm I, insulted by you even asking. I just want to see if you can take Everybody it. That's all. You know me. No, I love to This is going to sound I weird, but I want to take it. Hey, hey, I just want to see if your tongue can take the burb. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, can your tongue take it? Whoa. <laughs> all right. Next, Betty White. Uh, Memphis woman allegedly tried to drink bleach, then stabbed hus- her husband to death. Over mm. fight about coffee. Hmm. A Memphis man complained about his coffee, so his wife stabbed him to death. Should have just asked for water. Um, responding officers found an 81-year-old man inside his home with multiple stab wounds, according to arrest warrant obtained arrest affidavit obtained Monday. He was rushed to hospital, where unfortunately he passed away. Um, where is the rest of the story? Damn. <laughs> this was on the Daily News. And in that slow. What's going on? You all right? Not it. Oh, wait. They read more. There we go. But before that, uh, he was able to tell police what happened before he died. He and his wife, 68 years old, had argued about the taste of his coffee. In a huff, she went into the laundry room and tried to drink bleach. <laughs> when he tried to stop her... She returned to the kitchen, grabbed a knife, and stabbed him repeatedly. She was not home when the police arrived, but was arrested when she returned and has been charged with first-degree murder. You know, he was really just a good person. He always tried to help people, and it's a shame he had to go that way, a neighbor said. Wow. (laughs) Sound like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, boy. Oh, my God. Sometimes you just got to let your wife drink bleach, people. Bro, she took... you out here listening. This ain't got nothing to do with the story, but Amber Heard took a dump on Johnny Depp's bed. Like, yeah. and then didn't try to cover it up. Oh, God. Anyway, yeah. that's the whole story, Phil. What you thinking? Black, white? Okay. Try to drink bleach. Black people won't really get suicidal. I don't think black folks is using bleach like that. I'll be honest with you. You use bleach in your clothes? 
I mean, well, yeah, yeah. Occasionally for the whites, you know, we got to get the whites right. <laughs> so, you, she tried to drink bleach. After you said the coffee I taste. Just stopped her. Yeah. See, I definitely feel like a black husband would go, well, go ahead, motherfucker, if that's what you want to do, shit. I just said the coffee don't taste right. You taking it personal. I just right, said the right. coffee don't taste right. Mm, you being extra. I like to be suicidal, so I'm going to go with Betsy White. Damn, you good. You got that one. Yeah. Mm. That's so weird. Somebody tell you the coffee don't taste right, you go to drink like, bleach? I'm drinking no damn bleach. Yeah, I feel like Tell your mama to drink bleach, motherfucker. You go, What? She should have drank bleach when she was pregnant with Joe. That's right. <laughs> All right, cool. Take it easy. All right. You could have turned the thermostat down a little. It's hot in here. Yeah, I just, you know, you ain't got to. Early menopause. Seriously. Oh, anyway, Drinking yeah. bleach. That's crazy. And then stabbed her husband. Did he yeah, die? He died. He was 81. She must have hated his ass. Oh, hold on, because she looked young. What? She was 68. You talking she about? She was 68. Hell yeah. Yeah, ass 20 years. Yeah, she ain't look that young. And that's what y'all should learn from Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Leave them young ass women alone, boy. I think she like a good 15, 20 years younger yeah. than him. That is like... I, I understand why he's doing it. I just don't think he don't get none. If he wins, he ain't getting none no, of that money. No, I understand why he's doing Me too, it. but I'm saying he ain't getting none of that money. That's what I'm no, saying. No, 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 no. Fuck the money. He ain't trying to fix he his name. He wants his rapping name of like, why do you do that? You're crazy too. Yes, I'm crazy. Crazy for you. Yeah, but she did it, and I guess she thought she was going to get him canceled, and she ended up getting her ass. Right. Her ass ain't been working either. But he was going to work more than her. That's true. But also, again, my grandma used to say, all is fair in love and war. Mm-hmm. And she'd watch the divorce court or whatever, you know, Judge Judy and go, men shouldn't be able to take women to court, neither should women. And you go, yeah, grandma's right, because now you know that she's shit in the bed. Mm-hmm. You didn't need to know that. I didn't need to know that neither. Oof. You know, he done lost fingers. He Captain Jack Sparrow to me. Captain Jack done lost fingers and got his bed shit in there. So again, and today they said something about a cavity search and cocaine. So you go, see, you got to sit here in court and tell all your damn business. Now nah, everybody knows. Y'all both could have just went y'all separate ways. And sometimes you just, just don't broke like up. Just broke up. My ex told me that she broke up with me because I didn't take her to church. And I had to eat that because I didn't take her to church. But also... I knew that she couldn't quote one Bible verse. And I was like, bitch, what are you talking about? I don't take you to church. Does she go to church? No, she don't go to church at yeah, all. Church is church. As far as I know. <laughs> Not even when never they got bu- the- Never bought a combo from churches. Special. Never mentioned one Bible verse. Um, but it, I just yeah. let it go. I didn't sit there and take but a you know, jump a lot of bed. women like to get into the, you're supposed to know. I don't want to tell you. You're supposed to know it's my birthday and not shit in your bed because that's what they said Amber Heard did that for. He was late to her birthday He party. came late. He showed up, but at the end, Captain and she was like... Jack, I got shit to do. He was trying Captain to... Save. Jack was with Captain Morgan. He sure was. And he was trying to save the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, have to, love is ugly, well, man. No, and I, you don't understand. I, like, I have to drink ugly, this right man. now. I have, to, I have to drink this rum to save the love world. Love is ugly. So, yes, like, why would you come down here and tell these hey, people all our business? I'm glad you brought that up. But let me ask you this since we're on the topic. We're about to wrap up. But let me ask you this. What's the messiest thing that's ever happened to you 
in any of your relationships? What's like the messiest? Like what? When did it get real ugly? Where you was like, oh, this bitch, I might have to fight her. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what's like the what's nastiest, the ugliest, ugliest thing? You like, damn, like you ain't have to shit. My, you have to break out my back window. Like, what's wrong with you? I've had some good luck. I slept with some guys. So. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Huh? Do I need to take that part out? Did you just say you slept with some who's? Some cousins, meaning, you know, you started talking to her, met her cousin, and thought. Oh, oh okay. Because you, you just, you did you said I slept with some cousins, and I'm like, your cousins? Some cousins, no. They, they were cousins. And we're like, mm, Cousins to the girl you was messing with. I think the craziest thing that ever happened to me. But see, this ain't even relationship-wise, because to be honest. If the relationship ain't good and fun, I'll leave. Like early. Yeah, I'm not even a relationship dude like that. I mean, I've had mine, but I'm just saying, like, if it's bad, I'll leave. And that's the thing I realized about Depp and Amber Heard that you go, this is what they call mutual fray and battery. Yeah. And this is a toxic relationship. Very toxic. This is a um what's the word I'm looking for? Just Equally abusive on both ends, you know. Yeah. Women they can't too much harm us physically, but you know she admits to hitting him on tape. Of like, y'all are both crazy, and I'm not trying to figure out who was crazy first. I never but understood that. I said that to say I, I've never really had that dog. I've, I've All of mine, it. I've moved on women. I've left. Bro, I've witnessed it. I've had I've had family members who've had relationships where, like, I remember one time I came home and you know the family member and her boyfriend sitting outside and he's got a busted lip and I'm I jokingly Mm -hmm. said him, ha ha, gotta keep your right up, ha ha, and he was like, yeah, she do punch hard, and I was like, oh, yikes, oh, oh, uh, Caribbean, yeah, I'm just yeah. What's happening? I'm actually going ahead and take that moment. Shouts out to all the women I've ever fucked with because they've been good to me. (laughs) Like, real talk, you know, you have your moments as arguments, but you know what it is for me, I think mostly, I don't really like when it's time to go, I go. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't. When that door opens, I leave. Okay, cool. No problem. When I I'm see out. them trouble. I like go that way because it's like if I'm not married to you, I'm not legally bound. I don't owe you no money. Yeah. So we had our fun, sis. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks for everything. I just leave. It's been a good time. But and they, I am bro, out. they, you know, I remember they didn't break up after that. They stayed together. And I remember to me, it came to a head when I got a call from her. She was like, "Listen, I got a mouse in the house. Can you come over here? It's on the glue trap and take it out." <laughs> He called me talking about, I'm trying to teach her a lesson. Don't go over there and get it. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not trying to be involved in the middle Who's of this. Who's the he? The boyfriend. The same boyfriend one that got punched in the mouth. girl yeah. that you mess with? No, it's a family member. Family member. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was See, like, that sucks. He called me talking about, I'm trying blood. to teach her a lesson. Don't go get the mouse. And I'm like, so I'm supposed to just sit here and watch the mouse? And she's like, can you come get it, please? I can't sleep. I'm scared. Trying to hop. Come on, women be doing that. Man. I know, but they're afraid of mice for no reason. Like, mouse on the glue trap, you yeah, could have just taken it out. I don't want to touch it. You just get a glove. He's scary. We're going to do, let's do some advice. Come on. We you do? One. We are slipping here. I'm slipping, Phil. One, it's 30, 30. Come on, let's do All right. I, I don't want you to miss the game and blame me, dog. I'm I'm just saying. Yeah, I'll have fun out here. My grandma said all was fair in love and war. And I'm in your bed. Apparently, it's fair, brother. 
I don't know where Phil is, but I am super. You know what you did I, when you done it. I'm not heavy drunk, but I man, I'm on the door about to knock. <laughs> Let me in. Hey, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm right now. I'm buzzed. I'm trying to knock on the door and get in there and get fucked up. But now I'm I'm buzzed right now. We having a good mm-hmm. good time. And let me just find this one question. I don't want to find something heavy. Um, I'm trying to find something funny. Um, uh, okay, this is a good one. People are weird. I just first of all, Phil and I are not uh, counselors by any chance. If you want to send us questions for us to help you figure out on the show, feel free to uh, you know DM us or just mention us on Twitter or Instagram. The Avery Mason. Uh, I am Phil Hunt. Just hit us up. You know, platforms, and we'll get your question out there. Or go come to our Anchor page, our main page on Anchor, anchor.fm forward slash butt dash IDK dash THO. I don't know, though. And uh, send us a message. You can leave us a voicemail or ask us any questions, and we'll get them on the show. But this question here comes to us from dig.com. The question is this. Should I slowly replace my daughter's coffee with decaf without telling her should i slowly replace my daughter's decaf coffee without telling her no 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 sorry alcohol read that wrong take two should i slowly replace my daughter's coffee with decaf without telling her my college-age daughter who still lives with me is addicted to caffeine i am considering slowly replacing the regular coffee with decaf without telling her i don't want to tell her as this may get in her head and she may react by having withdrawal symptoms. I don't think she would be angry, but because she knows I'm always looking out for her, what do you think? I think, ma'am, if the situation was reversed and it was a guy putting a date rape drug in the drink, (laughs) it would be a problem. (laughs) So do not touch her drink. Do not mess with her drink. If you don't want her drinking uh, caffeinated coffee, she could be on heroin. It could be worse. Caffeine is, is, is not that bad of a drug on the scale of drugs. Leave her alone. Stop it. Mind your business. She's grown. If it was a date rape drug, you'd have a problem with it. So you switching her coffee and putting it with decaf, it's not as bad as a date rape drug. So but she it's, wants her to turn down. Yeah, she wants her off the caffeine. She feel like she up too late. Is she yeah. bothering you up Bouncing late? off the walls. Breath smelling like cardboard. Yeah. Breath smelling that like cardboard. That is interesting, though, just to see if it like if it if she notices even. Anybody who drinks coffee that much will notice that there's a different taste. Yeah. Decaf tastes different from caffeinated coffee. Interesting. I never. That's like drinking alcohol free beer. What the hell is the point? Yeah, you drink I, coffee I, for the caffeine. I've never figured that. I'm just you you drink alcohol is. to get drunk. Who drinks? Have you ever had a O'Doul's or like an alcohol free no, Heineken? I've never. It tastes I like got water. The DUI I had to drink old dudes. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's a little silly. The worst. Oh, God. It's the worst. Like, why are we doing this again? Alcohol free vodka. What's like the point? Like, motherfucker, give me beef ribs. Motherfucker, I want pork. Yeah, this is this is vegan. You want Bro- some vegan Bro- ribs? Brother Malcolm ain't watch. You want some vegan ribs, though? No, nah, but listen. Now, beef ribs anger me. But vegan ribs? Oh. We gonna fight. Yeah, they use soy. They didn't use, you know. Oh, you gonna be soy? S O 
Add two R's to the soy. There ain't enough sauce in the world? Sorry. Hold up. There ain't enough sauce in the world? Your ass gonna be sorry you ever brought me these. Bro, you can't take some of of your sauce and put it on it? Ah, hell no. Stop at the bottom of the bottle trying to get all the sauce out. soy, dog. (laughs) Hey, man. Why do these ribs taste funny? Oh, they're plant-based. That's it. Bring me some pork ribs. I don't want Turkey bacon upsets me. (laughs) Turkey bacon. I want the brother Malcolm ain't watching. Give me the turkey. Give me the real bacon, dog. I want Can you imagine that? You ask for ribs and they bring you plant based ribs and you're like, listen. You can taste it. You can taste it. You know what's plant based? What? Plants. Eat fucking plants, then, dumbass. That's that's what's angry. I really have me too. I'm like, you don't. You gave up on it. You don't get to get here and have something that's uh, just uh, like. Why don't, don't you take some take some vegetables and shape them like some meat? It's not meat. I don't know. I want to fit in. Do I take my fucking meat and shape them like vegetables? Vegetables. That's what happens. So <laughs> shut up. I just I just want the same experience. Like my sister tried to make me cauliflower uh, chicken. And she was like, you can't tell. It tastes different. I'm like, no, there's a big difference. (laughs) I know know there's a difference because I can taste meat. This tastes like plant. Right. No, but I fried it. I flavored it. And I put things in it. So there's like maybe some little blood in there. But it's not blood. It's plant-based blood. And I'm like, no. I don't want this shit. It's annoying. Don't mess with her coffee and don't mess with her meat. If you don't want her drinking caffeine, too bad. It's a grown woman. Caffeine. Mm-hmm. She could be on heroin, and then you'd have a real problem. Serious problem on your hands. Becca, I noticed you're losing weight. Is everything okay? I'll have you taking this new supplement. Really? Because <laughs> you go to the bathroom and you stay there for like Just 30 call minutes. Me. But I'll say it is a drug, boy. Because my bias got hooked on it. You hooked yeah, on caffeine. You can't get addicted to caffeine. Are you addicted to caffeine? Yeah. How? I drink it every morning, and if I don't get it, I'm kind of like, I haven't had my coffee, don't speak right. to me, I haven't done this, don't I, speak to that's me. That's weird, I don't get like that, but I'll admit to you that I, I get cranky. I don't get cranky without I'm coffee, now without it. but what I do is whenever I get annoyed, I, I smoke a little bit, you know I'm on the weed, but I haven't had coffee, and I haven't had any weed today, and I'm I'm not like, don't I'm not freaking like out. I don't, ain't I, no decaf weed, is it? We smoke grass. <laughs> Ain't the decaf weed. Alright. Don't say that like it's better. We the drugs. Y'all motherfuckers always <laughs> wanna act like it ain't a drug. I smoke weed. The nigga, uh, first off, you could have kept that to yourself. <laughs> the government is listening. They like, hold on, it ain't legal in New York until. But yeah, you know, <laughs> coffee is way lighter than that. It Phil, is Phil it Hunt, is. ladies and gentlemen. I don't fuck with the blind rose though. I'm sorry. Phil niggas, Hunt. Niggas want white girls fuck with that blind roast. <laughs> Phil Hunt, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. I had to stand up and walk away for a second because I had to catch my breath because Phil asked me if there's any decaf weed and I had to walk away from it for a second. <laughs> I guess that's just dirt weed, right? <laughs> it's decaf weed. It's called, weed. it's called CBD. That's Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That pisses me That's off. That's alright, man. We got Dr. Pepper some diet weed here, man. Roll up. It's good. CBD lotion. You go, oh, yeah. but the second I pull out my opioid lotion, everybody hey, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. It's help you sleep, too. Just like the heroin lotion or the uh, CBD lotion. Folks, ladies and gentlemen, please make sure to follow Mr. Phil Hunt for 
really, really foolish thoughts. His, Phil Hunt. Oh, and I am Phil Hunt. Please, he don't take it the wrong way when I tell him he's a fool. I've told him he's stupid before. He knows he's a fool, but you're not getting the full scope of it. Please go look at his Twitter because some of the stuff he posts is some of the dumbest things I've heard. It made me laugh in my car. Like, you just, you just, please stop taking Twitter seriously. And if you can not take Twitter serious, follow Phil because it's, you're going to have a laugh. Also follow me because once in a while I get inspired and I put something up there. But uh, Phil has been doing it a long time, and uh, he's going to make you laugh, I promise you. I will make you laugh, and uh, you can tune in and watch us and see our thoughts as they happen real time. I am Phil Hunt, the Avery Mason. This has been But I Don't Know, though, and we got to get Phil over to the Applebee's up here in Harlem so he can make sure to catch game number two. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Let me ask you a question. The Sixers are down two games to none. No, How crazy is that? Embiid ain't out there, man. Because the Heat, the, the Heat are disrespect. Like this the Heat should that. not be beating the Sixers this like is this. The decaf Sixers without Embiid. Maxi and Harden got to step up. I mean, I think they saying Embiid's gonna be back because his injury's not that serious. Like put on the Batman face mask thing that LeBron wore, and he'll be all right. Orbital fracture, eh? He should be good. You think you think gonna win tonight? I hope so, man. But if Embiid don't play, they probably gonna get because, bro. bro. I just don't look at the Heat team as a team that could go to the finals. It doesn't. Not, it on, don't make sense to, to me. I understand it, but, but but hear what I'm saying though. The 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 pieces they have to me. I know Tyler Hero won six man. They got Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, but we're at a bio. Killing off the bench. That's shots out to him. He a former pace. Yeah, but. He actually graduated with my little sister. My mother keeps telling me that because they went in the, were in the same class at IU. Yeah, he but, probably sang the anthem there, too. But at the graduation. I'm about to say something different. I'm about to say, hey, hey, hold on now, player. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. So, Oladipo, I'm a fan, and he's killing. Harrow's killing six man. Uh, fucking Jimmy's doing his thing, bam. So yeah, they're deep. The Sixers are the heat. The heat. So you needed Embiid to compete, and they just don't have Embiid. Like I, I just don't understand how. I don't understand how they're doing it. Like the Heat to me don't got any like players that are like that caliber. They're all really good. They went to the finals a year before last. Yeah, they, so what, they, it reminds me of the Pistons as a the team. The only thing different is what? Oladipo. And P.J. Yeah. Tucker. P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker, yeah. The little parts. Kyle Lowry. Yeah. He's a champion. So, come on, man. They got better. They didn't get worse. Oh, man. I guess I've been... We're going to find out next week. We'll see. By the time y'all hear this, we'll find out if the Heat uh, handle the Sixers. But this has been another episode... But I don't know, though. My name is Avery Mason. Give it up for Mr. Phil Hunt. Please make sure to follow us on all our social media. If you like the podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. Make sure to tell your friends to check us out because we lit, y'all. And we're just growing bigger and bigger from here. Shout out to all the people in the kingdom of Hashemite that are listening to us. You know, I I don't know where the kingdom of Hashemite is, but wherever it is at, y'all lit. All right, so listen, we see y'all next week. New episodes every Tuesday. Y'all been dope. I'm see you next time. My name is David Mason. Wow. Was that intense? Or maybe you thought it was funny. You know, in the moment, it felt intense. But in looking at it now, it feels kind of funny. Both of us sitting there bickering like two old men. 
I tell you. But don't worry. Phil and I are good. It's just a difference of opinion we have. But thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this special episode. And the video will be coming soon. Just stay tuned to our social media to find out when and where. And listen to the next clip. It'll explain everything you need to follow us. But I don't know, though. Do you? Thank you.